You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feel like who art Ed? Who art Ed? Mr. Wood art Ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to great start. Welcome to Who Arted Weekly Art History for All Ages. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're looking at Diego Velazquez and his most famous work, Las Meninas. Diego Velazquez was one of the most important Spanish painters of the 17th century. Born in Seville, Spain in 1599, he began his apprenticeship at the age of 11 with the painter Francisco Pacheco. Pacheco was a well-respected artist and teacher, and he had a major influence on Velázquez's development as an artist. Velázquez was also a fan of Caravaggio and Renaissance painters like Leonardo and Michelangelo. But from Pancheco, Velazquez learned the basics of painting, including the principles of perspective and composition, along with color theory. In 1617, Velazquez moved to Madrid, where he quickly became a successful portrait painter, earning commissions from the Spanish nobles, and in 1623, he was appointed to the court of King Philip IV. Velazquez held that position for the rest of his life and he became one of the most important artists in Spain's long history of great artists. Velázquez's work is characterized by realism, a dramatic use of light and shadow, and complex compositions. His painting Las Meninas from 1656 is probably his most famous work and arguably one of the most complex compositions in Western painting. It has been tremendously influential, capturing the imagination of artists, critics, and historians for centuries. Picasso alone has made 58 works based on his study of Las Meninas. Diego Velazquez was painting during the Baroque period, a movement characterized by big and over-the-top dramatic compositions. But Velazquez's work, while big, stunning, and often dramatic, it doesn't feel like it exactly followed the trends. The 17th century is considered the golden age of Spanish painting, and I would say Velázquez was one of the rare artists creating rather than merely reflecting changes in culture, style, and ideas. He was a master of both portraiture and genre painting, and Las Meninas is sort of a mix of both. 
We see people who seem rather formally dressed by today's standards. I mean, you know, we've got the royals in there. But the subject is also a sort of peek behind the curtain, a glimpse at, I guess, the mundane day-to-day living of the royals. Within the work, the first focal point would be the little girl, the Infanta Margarita, the daughter of the king and queen of Spain. She's dramatically lit from the side by light streaming in from the window. The top half of the composition is essentially in shadow, and we see her looking out at us, the viewers. Diego Velazquez included himself in the scene as he stands before his giant canvas. Within this oil-on-canvas painting, we see a representation of a painter working on canvas. Velasquez also seems to break the fourth wall as he looks out at the viewer. There's a figure standing in the doorway in the back of the composition. The strong light in the doorway pulls our focus there as a secondary focal point, and that figure seems to be caught in motion, and again, he looks out at us, the viewers. Now, as I say there's yet another focal point, I'm sure you're getting the complexity considering the perspective, light and shadow employed to draw the eye to multiple places. But all of that was the easy stuff. I think the most interesting and mind-bending piece is the mirror on the back wall. It's often said to be a reference to Jan van Eyck's Arnolfini portrait in which the artist captured a scene reflected in the mirror in order to depict the entire room within the composition. Van Eyck included himself in that reflection, and if you want to learn more about that work, I'll put a link in the show notes. But Velazquez put someone else in the mirror. As I said before, the top of the canvas is essentially in shadow, making all the paintings adorning the back wall of the space recede into the background. But among those darkened compositions, there's a brighter, though slightly hazy, mirror. The brightness of that mirror creates contrast to ensure that we, the viewers, take notice. And what would we see within that reflection? The king and queen, making this a sort of royal family portrait. Now to consider how they would come to be reflected within that mirror. One possibility would be that the mirror is capturing a reflection of the painting within the painting, though Velazquez does not appear to have ever painted a portrait that matches the pose the figures reflected in that mirror. The explanation I find more compelling is that the mirror would be placed to reflect the viewer walking into that scene. He's painting what the king and queen would have seen when entering the room all stop and turn their attention to the royals. In this mind-bogglingly complex composition, Velazquez not only gives us a peek behind the scenes of the royal court, he gives us that peek from their perspective. In this unique and massive painting, it is over 10 feet tall, Velazquez is demonstrating his skill as not only an artisan, but a thinker. He shows painting can not only allude to depth of space, but ideas. This is one of those works that's been tremendously influential for generations of painters as it elevates the role of the artist for their creative insights and thoughtful arrangement. In this work, we see the artist among the royals, 
emphasizing his importance. Velasquez was not simply a craftsman skilled at rendering the people he saw around him. He allowed others to see the world from a new perspective. It's really remarkable to think that this work was created in 1656. If it weren't for the clothing, I would say this could be a postmodern work. In Las Meninas, Diego Velázquez blurs the lines between the viewer and subject. The painting is rendered life-size, highly detailed and naturalistic, with linear perspective, so it feels like one could simply step into the space, and yet, it's all artificially, carefully contrived, a mere illusion of space on a two-dimensional surface. There are paintings and reflections within the work inviting viewers to think about the difference between reality, image, and reflections. Now, if you reflect on this episode or others and you find that in reality you're enjoying it, I would really appreciate if you could leave a nice rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to help others discover the show. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.